0: Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Acts chapter 26 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We're going to review a few key takeaways and then we're going to end our session with a prayer. So let us get started. Acts 26. Then Agrippa said to Paul, you have permission to speak for yourself. So Paul motioned with his hand and began his defense. King Agrippa, I consider myself fortunate to stand before you today as I make my defense against all the accusations of the Jews, and especially so because you are well acquainted with all the Jewish customs and controversies. Therefore, I beg you to listen to me patiently. The Jewish people all know that the way I have lived ever since I was a child, from the beginning of my life in my own country and also in Jerusalem, they have known me for a long time and can testify, if they are willing, that I conformed to the strictest sect of our religion, living as a Pharisee. And now it is because of my hope in what God has promised our ancestors that I am on trial today. This is a promise our 12 tribes are hoping to see fulfilled as they earnestly serve God day and night. King Agrippa, it is because of this hope that the Jews are accusing me. Why should any of you consider it incredible that God raises the dead? I too was convinced that I ought to do all that was possible to oppose the name of Jesus of Nazareth, and that it was just what I did in Jerusalem. On the authority of the chief priest, I put many of the Lord's people in prison, and when they were put to death, I cast my vote against them. Many a time I went from one synagogue to another to have them punished, and I tried to force them to blaspheme. I was so obsessed with the persecuting of them that I even hunted them down in foreign cities. On one of these journeys, I was going to Damascus with the authority and commission of the chief priest. About noon, King Agrippa, as I was on the road, I I saw a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, blazing around me and my companions. We all fell to the ground, and I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. Then I asked, Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, the Lord replied. Now get up and stand on your feet. I have appeared to you to appoint you as a servant and as a witness of what you have seen and will see of me. I will rescue you from your own people and from the Gentiles. I am sending you to them to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God so that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. So then King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the vision from heaven, First to those in Damascus, then to those in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and then to the Gentiles. I preached that they should repent and turn to God and demonstrate their repentance by their deeds. That is why some Jews seized me in the temple courts and tried to kill me. But God has helped me to this very day, so I stand here and testify to small and great alike. And beyond what the prophets and Moses said would happen, that the Messiah would suffer, and the first to rise from the dead would bring the message of light to his own people, and to the Gentiles. At this point, Festus interrupted Paul's defense. You are out of your mind, Paul, he shouted. Your great learning is driving you insane. I'm not insane, most excellent, Festus, Paul replied. What I am saying is true and reasonable. The king is familiar with these things, and I can speak freely to him. I am convinced that none of this has escaped his notice, because it was not done in a corner. Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know you do. Then Agrippa said to Paul, Do you think that in such a short time you can persuade me to be a Christian? Paul replied, Short time along, I pray to God that not only you, but all who are listening to me today may become what I am, except for these chains. The king rose, and with him the governor and Bernice, and those sitting with them. After they left the room, they began saying to one another, This man is not doing anything that deserves death or imprisonment. Agrippa said to Festus, This man could have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar. We see here that Paul has claimed his right to appeal to the Caesar. He could have been set free, but Paul is standing for the truth and he's more concerned about preaching the gospel, making sure that Christians are seen in the right light and that his arguments are heard in front of the people that matter. And that is what changed the course of history. Had Paul not persisted, Maybe the history would have been very different. Paul, regardless of any consequence, grave consequence to his life, to himself, he has put his life in the full service of Christ and has chosen the most difficult path forward, even though he could have escaped all of this by simply choosing to allow them to hear his case and allowing them to free him. And not appealing to Caesar. So let us pray. Dear God, Father Almighty, give us a conviction of our Christian beliefs. Allow us to put our life in your service. Allow us to give up our life for your purpose, for the purpose of the kingdom. And never to look at what is the easiest path for us forward. Never to see how do we get away from the pain. But to go into it, to lean into that pain, as long as it's for the purpose of, the, of your kingdom, God. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Acts chapter 26. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.